Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. So you say. So you say. That I know. That I know. So So you you say? say. So you say? That I know. That I know. That's like true improv class. It is. That's yes and. Um, These ladies, what can't they do? How are you? You know, I'm good. Yeah? Overcoming a cold. I'm hanging in there with this weird little summer cold. Sounds a little weird. Is like, it's light on the symptoms, but heavy on the brain fog, which I don't love. It's not COVID. No, I've taken two at-home tests. Yeah. And they were both positive. (laughs) They were both negative. I mean, I would honestly be like, okay, whatever. No, I mean, it's, it ain't coves, but. Just a little New England summer cold. Yeah. It's okay. I know. And I woke up in the middle of the night with like a raging headache. Oh, shit. And then I was like, ugh. That's and annoying. I just like laid in bed, like so still. And I used that there. I did use the Theragun face oh, thing really? and just like on my pressure points. And that actually did help did like it? relax. It's the, I will say the TheraFace from the guy that we met with. Uh, yeah. And it is really it's a nice facial damn. massage thing, like gets in on like your jaw muscle or like your temple. Yeah. Ooh, I have like. Oof, chills thinking about it. Ooh, I'm gonna get it. It's nice. I don't know if, if I love it for like other stuff. I'm still on the fence. I'm still like maybe I return it. Let us know. But I'll let you know. Yeah, it's summer colds are. I mean, this is a very like how's the weather kind of conversation. But summer colds are awful. Just don't like feeling like not a hundo. I don't like feeling hot, wet, and like sick. You know yeah, what I mean? it's like the damp. I can deal with it because it's like. Then you get to be warm and cozy. But when you're sick and you have to be in the air conditioning, it's like it feels wrong. It's hard. Also, it's like there just hasn't been a lot of time. Like I didn't have a day of just like recalibrating. It was like I got back and then immediately started doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And normally that would be pretty fine. But when you just like your brain is like not catching up, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I've started, I start like my bedtime routine at like 
seven thirty. <laughs> yeah, I start winding down spiritually when the sun goes down. I know, and I haven't like, I haven't gotten to watch any of just like my pleasure shows. I started watching The Bachelorette. You did? Yeah, because Is it good? friend of the pod Sierra and I watched last season's finale. And I hadn't watched it, but I got sucked in. And then instead of having one bachelorette this season, they have a pair of friends, like the two girls that wow. that were like rejected at the end of last season. They've paired them up. So it's for the first time ever two bachelorettes. Are they like competing with each other? We'll see. It's never been done before. They like to remind you this has never been done in all of the bachelorette history. I had a period where I was really into Bachelor in Paradise, Mm -hmm. but I've never really been a part of Bachelor Nation. Once you, it's like, once I see one thing, then I get, I'm like, I have to now be in it, but I can also totally resist it but i can't even see one thing because if i see one thing i'll get sucked in so after seeing last season and then them both being announced i was like there's no question in my mind i will be watching the entire season of this show the only time i've been truly invested was when that guy zach from my town won the bachelorette mm. with Tasha. i have no idea and those people <laughs> she was the bachelorette like two seasons ago and they won he, i love that he, zach the philly boy haddonfield wow he won he, and I remember hearing about him growing up. He was like the coolest. He was like one of the cool kids. He was a little older than my sister. And he, his sister was in a grade above mine. And I had like interactions with her. But he won The Bachelorette with Tasha, who's like so gorgeous. And he's fucking hot. And he's sober and runs a recovery franchise. Cool. But they broke up. One but I was the- invested because I was like, oh, my God. My mom had him as a substitute teacher. One of the first, on one of like the first Bachelor or Bachelorette seasons, there was a guy from Oklahoma who got really far. Really? Yeah. Can't remember his name or anything. I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm Bachelor Nation at all, but I would say that I'm like very into it. When, yeah. I, when I get sucked in, I'm incredibly invested. I was like into Zach and Tasha, and then like their whole relationship was like running together, like because they're like marathon training and then i was like i have to check out no because i don't couples that like are running together like that and making it their whole real it just kind of freaks me out can you do something else sorry zach support you from haddonfield (laughs) your recovery and wish you well haddonfield pride um (laughs) what was weird though i watched like the first 20 minutes or so of this week's episode and the girls like the first episode was the girls just like constantly screaming and wooing because they're just like so excited to be the bachelorettes and they're like "Ah!" and like every they're screaming all the time they didn't have a rose ceremony they like got great they also i loved that everyone thinks they're so crazy on the bachelor and bachelorette but they're the least crazy people ever but they are constantly in a place of brie larson so who says food can't be fun i'm (laughs) so crazy so they're constantly like this is so crazy and it's like very normal but they're like they canceled the rose ceremony which was so crazy they still did eliminate like three idiots and then they're like they're just like in their little mansion like talking about how crazy it was they canceled the rose ceremony but they really like want to find a way to like get to know the guys but they want to do something else that's like so crazy so they have the guys 
wear speedos and they have to do like a talent show in speedos for the two girls and everyone's reeling at how fucking crazy it is because it's kind of gay it's yeah but do you know what's actually so crazy is that i don't think you're allowed to show speedo bulge on network television really was it all censored it's fully black squares over the bulge isn't that insane that's homophobia that's something that's something puritan like that's weird people are afraid of cock you like they can't they're it's not like their dicks are out no but people like dick stuff gets stuff gets censored so much on like like like, you can have a full you can have like full tits out on these shows and basically and like you can say i think you can say things I feel like someone said like pussy or asshole or something and it wasn't bleeped. And I found myself because I haven't watched a network show and I was like, oh, my God, you can say that now. That's so crazy. (laughs) And then this was like every single even if it was like they I'm like, you can't just show a bulge. It was bizarre. Well, that's I I think there are a lot of people watching are like kind of religious, like Christian people out in like the Midwest are watching this show. But like everyone I know, but people people are weird about like it's if a guy's really, wearing it a speedo. It was a bizarre American moment where I was like, America's ideas about sex and sexuality are insane. so Dated. bonkers to me. Speaking of that's so crazy, the new season of Below Deck Mad that I'm watching as it's happening, mm-hmm. which is like the first time it's ever happened to me. Oh, by the way, I watched one episode of the sailing yacht thing, and it's a flop. So I'm glad we didn't go on because it looks. But we would have made it good. Mm. Anyways, the new season, they're all kind of messy. Mm -hmm. And there's this all the blows, all the blows. And there's this guy who's from America and he's one of the deckhands and he's like kind of like a bro. And when he describes himself, he's like, I used to be in commodities training and then I just left it all, sold all my belongings and went overseas and started living out of a van. And he's like, and now I paint my toenails and I have my hair grow. He goes, I know it's kind of wild. He's so crazy. And he has like, pur- and everyone keeps going. Oh my god, your toenails are like purple. That's so crazy. <laughs> he's like six everyone four. Tru- he's literally so. He's like a fucking bro. And is he like, hot? Yeah, he's hot. But he's uh, like, when hot guys do one thing that's like so crazy, people go, "You're so crazy." But this guy is literally like, my toenails are purple, and everyone on the boat goes, "Oh my god, your toenails are purple. That's so funny." Is Aisha on there? No. Damn. But like all these girls from like Liverpool there. But like this love. But this but he's like he literally goes, I know, I'm kind of a wild card. I love that. I was like We have to channel that. We have to channel that. That is like the confidence to say like to truly like it's like to live your crazy truth. It's astounding to me. And they get lauded. They get they get gifted and like gold and like let us adorn them with gifts. And I just love that like straight guys can literally go like have their hair on a little hair in a little ponytail and like paint a toenails and they're that's them being so crazy and they get praise but reality tv is like no but that it's that's in real life too yeah a straight guy will get will do one thing that's a little femme and everyone's like a straight guy like puts his kid to bed he's like i'll put him to sleep tonight and people are like people are like "Ah." who says you says a girl dad can't can't cook you know yeah it's people really jizz wild. over that anyway the bar is low the bar is in hell you know where the bar is in heaven 
the Berkshires. Great Barrington. Great Barrington. Great Barrington. Great Barrington. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Berkshires Revisited. Revisited. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. I have gotten some people, and I need to address this. Say it. Some people have said that I look like Marco, and I'm, I want to say no. You have similar coloring. Right. Like, you also have dark hair. And eyes. You have dark hair and dark eyebrows. And And that's about as far, and that's about as far as I would go. I need people to, I. Is Marco gay? I think he is. I think he is. I need more eyes on Marco. But I just need I you know, I know it's meant as a compl I know it's meant as a compliment, but I need that. It to literally s- is like you're gay and he's gay. So you guys are the same. And you have brown hair. And it's crazy. I just need that to stop because no. I don't think it's a bad thing. Marco's mm, hot. Well, yeah, he's okay. You don't accept it. I won't. Don't ever say that to Carrie ever again. Carrie. Tell Carrie he looks like Marco. I think you might like my friend. I think I'm gonna set you up with this guy. He's... He looks exactly like you. Also gay. He's Marco. (laughs) I want more bystanders weighing in on Ultimate Girls Trip. Like, I like what they do with Marco, where he's like... Yeah. Things have been crazy. He's like, I don't know, man. Look at the footage, man. Look at the footage. 
That's when I was like, yeah, you're gay. I I was excited <laughs> by that. I was like, I want just like random yeah. dudes takes on these I want, women. I want Lem, Dorinda's housekeeper, to weigh in on the woman. Mm-hmm. Well, she can't say anything for fear of retribution. I also want Daniel Staub to go on a girl's trip. Oh, my. Why isn't she on this? Do you think Andy Cohen hates her? Probably. I mean, she kind That's of said, a, she said that Andy, like. She's she's not been kind. She's, she's actually been so crazy to Andy. She says Andy, like, has sex every night, like, at his house. Or, like, is always bringing, like, is. Yeah. he. I think he's very, like, upfront about that. I know, that. but she she spun it, like, as a father. She says he's a, she's like, a he's a sex pest. Yeah. But I need Danielle and Kelly Ben Simone. I need, like the ultimate most chaotic girls trip of all time and that would what would that be that would be danielle gretchen gretchen <laughs> speaking from... of pioneer of facetune queuing <laughs> on gretchen uh danielle uh kelly killer and benson yeah kelly danielle gretchen i think amber marchese from new jersey who's like a homophobic queen um i think leanne locken leanne locken <gasps> uh I think uh, Kim Zolciak mm-hmm. and maybe, uh, maybe. Oh, Mika- Car- we need Carlton. Carlton and maybe um, it can just be called Chaos Queens <laughs> and maybe uh, Marlo. Which one is Marlo? From Atlanta. I don't remember oh, her. Marlo. She's on it now, but like she's she's like f- a full time housewife now, but she's okay. chaos and I love it. Okay, I love She's that. wild. Atlanta's next on my list to watch. But that would be Leanne, Danielle, and Kelly Ben Simone in the same house. Would Danielle has to be on a girl's trip. Yeah. She's legacy level. Also, someone fucking told me the worst news of all time. <laughs> someone which is fucking told me. Jill Zarin is going to be on Housewives Roni Legacy. Well, I figured that because there was a photo of her and Bethany on a private plane together. I have to say... I fucking hate Jill Zarin so much. All right, but seeing her with Bethany again will no, give me shivers. I well, do not like her. She grates on me so badly, and I'm taken back to a place of yesteryear where I'm realizing, like, I have buried, like, it's bubbling up this like hate. I've hater. always been a Jill Zarin hater, and I feel this like rage, like disgust, like bubbling up, and I'm like, what is this? Why do I care? And it's like a deep, deep hate that's ignited from below. It's been like under layers of rock with the tectonic plates of my soul are shifting. And I'm like, I can't take her. Like, you know, some people just like bug the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. She bugs the shit out of me. Wait, I just thought of another chaos housewife. Say. Michaela Salahi from Real Housewives <laughs> of DC, who's now married to the Journey frontman. Yes. Also, we need Alex McCord. <laughs> Poor Alex. <laughs> she's over getting her. She's a barrister now. They should do an Australia, a girl's trip to like Melbourne. Byron Bay. Byron Bay. Or uh, that beach, Bondi Beach. Bondi Beach. And then they should have Alex McCord. They need to just have like crazy people that were like. This, is, they, this episode's <laughs> called You're So Crazy. You're so crazy. They need to like, there needs to be no rules. Like, I think the important thing is anyone could potentially be thrown into the mix and that's kind of the joy of this show like taylor armstrong was a true out of nowhere queen who's served well so during no. yeah you're right okay thank you 
Dorinda's, she's like, I never get hungover, but this morning I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you had eight martinis. You couldn't even see straight. You're fuck. You were the drunkest I've ever seen anyone on TV. I think other than Tiffany from Rock of Love. <laughs> Dorinda is literally don't drive me with a good time. I just got. I better Dorinda's like, we flashed back to her last week. This is ridiculousness. This is ridiculousness. I'm like, I can feel the fra- the fragility. Like Dorinda now is me slurping Panera soup strung out. Oh yeah, she's a bro- she's in a broccoli <laughs> cheddar zone. <laughs> she's a broccoli cheddar in a bread bowl vibe. And I'm my secondhand cringe for her situation just because i've been there so many times where you're like decrepit so embarrassed about how fucked up you were the night before and you're like how can i do damage control about this but you also can't do damage control no and the universe has humbled you and you're a shell of a woman as a result until like that night when you drink again yeah or until like 48 <laughs> hours later when you like have wine at dinner and get like a little buzz and you're like it's fine and then you're like let's do coke yeah dorinda's throwing a christmas in september night which is cute and a little mm. unhinged i am shaken by she's like you can't leave you can't leave bluestone manor without doing christmas with dorinda medley she's reverting to referring to herself in a detached state and i need it to like that's when you know things are really. She's gone off the rails. Entering the upper the upper and by upper I mean lower echelons of alcoholism. Brandy is not ready to let the statements from the previous night go, and she's resolved to like have a conversation with Dorinda, and she's not going to let Dorinda off the hook easily. But also, I'm like Brandy. Maybe you should also be atoning for throwing a woman's late husband's suicide in her face here's what i have to say about that is that someone on patreon commented like they were like don't you think they were like playing devil's advocate which i love obviously and they were like brandy i think was saying i mean she's very inarticulate and like cannot get a point across without sounding horrible and like she's insulting your very essence but I think what she was maybe trying to say, and that's what this person was arguing, is that like she's like, how can you consider the first season of your show being a successful season when the result of it was that your husband committed suicide, which is kind of a salient point. Like if you're having like it's a tough thing. It's a tough truth. And I think that it came out in a really undignified way and very like schlocky. And Taylor already has something against her. So if you bring that in, add it to the animosity she already has against you, it's not going to go well. Yeah. Brandy's not doing herself any favors. I think she should have been a little more sober to make that point. Well, there's also moments that you see her, like, and we'll get to it, like, in the car. The moment when she was in the car with Dorinda and it flashed back, like, and she was like, I know what you're doing. You're in denial. You're drinking too much. You're, You're put on pause. But, like... If you keep acting the way you're acting, you're going to be on pause forever because I did that and no one wants to watch you. And I was like, she's not wrong. No, she's not wrong. And she that's like actually really good advice and very true. And humble advice. She's like, she's kind of she's, she's like, I did that. I've been where you are. And I was like, OK, Brandy gets it. She gets Brandy gets that she fucked herself up. But and she think, also like gets how the the shit works. Like she's a fan of she's yeah. like a watcher and a fan. And I just like love that. Well, that's why I like her. She's sort of an outsider view looking in yeah because she, she'll reference she'll be like well in season five like i'm like damn 
She's a true head. Um, we should get her on the pod. <laughs> Scared. Uh, Which one of us will she fuck? You. She'll rip your shirt off, and she and I will do serpent tongue kiss. <laughs> It'll be like the most chaotic podcast episode. We all like have. I'll be like Marco. <laughs> You'll be like Marco. You just rip your shirt off and bite off one of your nipples. Spit it into my mouth. It's all filmed. Put on TikTok. The most. The most. <laughs> somehow the depraved? most. Somehow the most depraved and also sexless threesome to ever happen. <laughs> Where there's zero chemistry. <laughs> but we're going there. We're going there. I was truly gagging at Brandy drinking a Diet Coke at breakfast. At 8 a.m. A Diet I've, Coke pre-11 a.m. I had one today. It's godless behavior. That's the devil. I had did? A, I had finished one that was in my fridge. Like a, a bottle. From yesterday. I had a bottle. You said five things to me that I'm like. I didn't finish so my bottle of Diet Coke. Against and there was a little a bit Diet left. Coke and bottles of Listen. hell of hell cans only. Fountain first, can second, bottle hard. <laughs> Drinking half of it, storing the rest for later. Spider like. Then cracking it open. Cracking it open. What time is 10:15. it? Ten fifteen. No comment. Vicky. Said that they were driving home the night before, and she was like, "Oh, I have to wish Steve's daughter a happy birthday." And Dorna goes, "Don't do that! Don't do that! It's gonna make you seem like you love him more. He loves you." She's like, "What? I have a relationship with his kids." And Vicky goes, "Oh, don't tell me what to do." (laughs) I was like, in that moment though, watching her, I was like, "I've never seen someone so drunk in my life." She's been like that every night. No, but that was like especially that was like true martini. Blackout. Slur, but you can hear her slurring every single episode. She reaches a point of slurring her words, mm-hmm. and I think that that I don't think that's like you're two drinks no. in and you're slurring. I think it's like you're five martinis in and you're slurring. That's it. That's that's it's time to it's time to reevaluate. You just got to take a step back when you're slurring, and and I've been there, and like when you're in capacitated like that. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I didn't. I didn't really slur because I was on coke. <laughs> I was on like speed. You're like, you either need to reevaluate and take a step back from drinking or, or you need to do some coke. Do some coke, honey. Yeah. You need to keep your shit together. She needs to do a little Molly, maybe. Mm. Make her a little more loving. She should drop it. She should yeah, candy Molly, flip. Molly's all cut with meth now and it makes you like angry and crazy. You really can't do any <laughs> drugs anymore because it's either, either do... fentanyl or meth. Do acid. That's a safe bet. Do ketamine. She should do shrooms. She should. They should all shroom at Berkshire's. Someone would die. It would be like that gay, that gay party, that, that legendary LA the gay legendary party. The legendary Eastside acid fest. Where gays were going insane and like someone drove like a car into a lake. Where someone dosed people <laughs> with like, oh, that's when I'm, I want that to be a movie. Anyways, we digress. Dorinda here come apologizes. The tears. I wrote, here come the tears. She starts crying. I really tried to make it. Crocodile cry. tears. And at one point she goes, I- I'm, I'm, she tries to apologize to Brandy. Brandy's like, I'm not doing this right now. Because we're not sweeping us under the bridge. You conjured my son and death in the same sentence. And Dorinda's like, I, I get it. I get it. It was, it was a, it was a despicable thing for me to say. And then when she sees she's not getting her own way, she goes, I- I'm going to leave. And she goes and hides in her bedroom. Yeah. There's just so much shame involved. It's really hard to watch. And then we find out the night before that she canceled she canceled Christmas. I love that's one of my least favorite things that people can do is like when you're having conflict where they're like, just cancel it. 
cancel all of it. Just yeah. done. Do you a, figure it out? Just no. do it. Yeah, you guys do it your way. Yeah. Well, we're done. It's, it's, it's fine. It's so passive aggressive and like so not <sighs> what you want to do. I've also been there doing that to people. But like it's it, the that, worst. That is not. I mean, yeah. That it's is like. the worst way to handle a it's, problem. It's so toxic and volatile and it only makes people feel shittier. Yeah. So. They're like. They all go. Well, I guess the key today maybe is we just don't drink as much. And then Phaedra goes, well, that's not going to happen because we're going to a winery that I've arranged. Mm-hmm. I love her for that. Vicky is having like an existential crisis in her bedroom. Well, first, Eva, I love when they go, we're all going to not drink today. And Eva goes, I'm drinking. <laughs> she goes, what? I love speak for yourself. Like, speak for your fucking self. I'm on vacation right now. Mm-hmm. Eva's working. God. She's finally off work. But then she's like, I got to go record my podcast. God I'm like, God, it. Eva, take a day off. Maybe she had to pinch hit for someone that dropped out. So she like couldn't take time off. Maybe. I'm if like, I were her, I'd be like, I'm drinking too. Some people need to get off their asses and give Eva a break. Honestly, like, can you just hire a replacement for one day for her fucking radio show so she can film this other thing? Jesus Christ. And at one point, Vicky goes, oh, you just shut up and let me be me. <laughs> Vicky Dorinda, everything to me. She's the her. one. She is the one. She's the sun, the moon, and the stars. I tweeted. Unfortunately, Vicky is my favorite person on the season, and I was like, w- I was expecting like people to be like, "Wow, way to way to settle for an anti-vax queen." Like way to side with Icky. But everyone was. Everyone's like, everyone's yes, like, yeah. Vicky fucking serves. She's iconic. She's one of the most... She's an entertainer through and through. And Dorinda, we got a flashback to her Christmas on Roni like a few years ago when they first went to Bluestone. And she goes, I did a whole old world meets new world meets kiss. I'm haunted by like Christmas in any other time than Christmas. She says kiss. Kiss. Yeah, Vicky, they go upstairs and she goes, oh, I can't handle this anymore. She goes, hammer starts crying. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. We're just all going to die. And she, then everyone's crying. And that is, I was like, Vicky is the grim, grim reaper. Grim reaper. Grim reaper. Tamara and, goes, no one talks about death more than Vicky. And then they cut back to her, and her on their Costa Rican trip when they were planting trees. And she goes, you want to know what's sad? One day we're all going to die. Holding like a sapling. And then and then Heather Dubrow goes, did you have a little too much champagne? And she goes, no, I'm just thinking about it. And she goes, okay, that's not going to happen for a while, though. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Vicky's obsession with death. Vicky's on a... She... Look, Vicky... Vicky stares death in the face every day. Vicky came from Chicagoland. Vicky's <laughs> unvaccinated, so she's on the brim. She had a... I think Vicky truly had a brush with death with COVID, and she's like... You maybe, can hear her nose getting a little stuffy again this episode. She's relapsing. And I was like, don't take my queen from me so soon. COVID's regressing, and she's go- slipping back. She's doing a slide back, but I think she is regretting not getting vaccinated. But she, now <laughs> she can't go back on her words. And she's having a moment... Because she's always been horrified by death. She, Vicky's, oh, there's not enough time. We're running out of time. We're running out of time. Kodo insurance. Kodo. That's why she she does. Insurance she for death. Yeah. Life oh, insurance. she has life insurance. Yeah. That's what Kodo insurance is. Should I get oh. life insurance? What? Is it a Ponzi? What? I Do you not agree with life insurance or you don't agree with Kodo oh, insurance? I 100% agree with life insurance. I'm not. I'm saying. Maybe not maybe, Kodo. Maybe not Kodo. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it feels allegedly the vibe that i get allegedly from allegedly watching koto insurance mm-hmm. in the past is allegedly mlm interesting so bring more people into the mix 
and then you get like a discount under the guise of like be a girl boss interesting run your own be a woman running insurance empire she's making the money vicky has is real it's all going to the top (laughs) that's vicky's bank account anyway she goes oh i'm gonna do an hour of work y'all go ahead work out for on behalf of me (laughs) so tamara and phaedra with her pillow go and they have this lovely gorgeous stroll through the tree groves Mm -hmm. and it looked that's when i was like i want to be there the countryside early fall on the property Mm -hmm. a huge sprawling property to stroll on that's magnificent they talk a little about phaedra's man he's a doctor phaedra will not give up the goods yeah tamara's like you're so mysterious you've sort of just been this observer and phaedra's like i know (laughs) i love her so much she's been divorced twice from apollo I love all these ladies, except for Jill. Yeah. And Dorinda. (laughs) I know. They're in the hot seat. They're in the flop zone. They're in the hot zone. They're in the hot zone anthrax. Phaedra, Uh, queen. Tamara, queen. Phaedra is, they bond over divorce. Phaedra's like, I will never get married again. Respect. Which I respect. She goes, I don't think I want to enter a marital situation she again. Because you don't really know someone ever. And then Tamara goes, until they get di- until you get divorced. Yeah, the advice, doesn't the advice go, don't marry someone you wouldn't want to be divorced from? The claws come the fuck out. Tamara went through a hellish divorce. Really? Simon, yeah. What happened? It was just bad. Oof. He, and then like the kids were turned against each other and her and it was just I think it was a really <sighs> fucked up thing. There's nothing worse than a bad divorce. She doesn't talk to her daughter. Really? Because of the divorce? I think some just Did someone cheat on someone? I don't know. Interesting. I never watched OC. You gotta get into it. Oh, you should start from the beginning. I was really turned off by Gina, I'll be honest. Gina's Gina and her pig son. Yeah. Who's her hot. son freaked me out. But like he's they're like Republicans, like proud Republicans, I think. Her daughter is like a staunch Republican woman. And Gina's son is like hates women and yells at her and was mean. I always. just remember him being like ghoulish to her. That was like the biggest takeaway. And Vicky at one point was like, don't talk to your mom like that. Yeah. And it was like the thing that didn't resonate with me as much was Shane. like, was, yeah, was like just like the normal housewives of it all. Like when things started getting like a little bit wealthier on camera was when I got really sucked in. And then Shane would verbally and physically abuse his younger brother all the time and like call him faggot always. Yeah, it was really, I didn't like that like family dysfunction. No, and then Lynn Curtin, her house gets like foreclosed on camera. Yeah, I was like, this is weird. This isn't aspirational. And it's also like, to it's not like Vanderpump Rules Dark where you have like the backdrop of like Hollywood delusion. No, it's it's like, County. oh, this is just like sad people's lives in Orange County. <laughs> Which is like not the vibe for me. No. I want like Shannon Bedore. She's a true grim queen. I saw her yesterday. <laughs> where? She was getting she was on I walked by her. She was on Jeff Lewis's show. Oh, I love that. It's Shannon Bedore. I love Oh, I love Jeff Lewis. Yeah. His Sirius XM show is so fucking good. He's he knows I how used to... to listen to him like whenever I went to the gym, he just kills me. He's really funny. He's a, such a bitch. He's such a bitch. He's one of the funniest people on radio. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Someday we're all dying. So they head to the winery and it's I watched this twice, so I didn't take notes for this. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is where I stopped taking notes because I feel like I can I didn't take notes until this point. Oh. So we're pretty much 
evenly matched. So they go to the, they sit down and they're going to have, and even Jill's tasting, which is surprising. Mm-hmm. And Vicky goes, let's have a conversation. She goes, Phaedra. Or first Phaedra takes out a prayer book. And reads a blessing slash reading that brings everyone at the table to tears. Including Phaedra. They're brought to their knees by Christ and his teachings. Even like Jill, I was like, you're Jewish. No, like, they're all, I think they just they're all, all... They're all reeling from the trauma they've inflicted on each other over the past like six days. Even Brandy's moved. Everyone's raw. Phaedra's a good orator. Yeah. And She's so, a priestess. She is. And, and then afterward, they all are like, oh, that was nice. And then Vicky goes, so <laughs> talk to me about your departure story. And then Phaedra goes, mm, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see why. And I need more info. But Phaedra does say there are two sides of the story and only one was shown. So I still side with Phaedra. I think there was like a weird miscommunication that went on. I don't get the sense, and this is truly said as someone that did not watch that season, has only watched Phaedra on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, Berkshires. I don't think that she would lie outright about something like that. I think she heard about... From I think an- she could repeat a rumor that was maybe not true. Yeah. But I don't think that... I don't get the sense that she would, like, maniacally lie. No. That's all I. That's all. That's what I think. And she goes, "No, I'm not going to do that." And then they all go, oh, "I'm not doing that." Oh, okay. Dorinda Ugh. says once again that well, I was put on pause, and someone goes, "You weren't put on pause. You were fired." Brandy. Yeah, she goes, "You were fired." And she she goes, goes, "No, put on pause." That's what Andy calls it. And I was like, "Brandy's oh. like, you got it." She's like, "Stop fucking saying you were put on pause. You were fired." Just own it. And that's when it cuts back to Brandy real talking her in the Uber SUV. And I was like, you better listen. And I yeah. think it did shake something up in old Dornado. I think it did. But it's, I think, unfortunately, too little too late. When I was put on pause. That's what Andy calls it. She's like, yeah, we're all on pause. Yeah, we're literally fired. <laughs> Except isn't Tamara rehired yeah, for Yeah, Tamara OC? was rehired. And then Tamara, did you see she came for Jill? No, what'd she say? Jill spilled the news that she was back on OC before it was announced. <gasps> Fucking and then Aaron. Open Tamara your... tweeted to her, Jill, you're a... F- I- fuck you, Jill, you thirsty bitch. And then she did a video where she was walking through her house going, I just need to say that Jill Zarin is a thirsty fucking bitch. I stand with Tamara. I love Tamara. I literally, like... That's my opinion! Stop screaming at me! I love her. Thank God she's back. I want her to, like... Yeah. Sorry, baby. Be my... Big sense. L.A. mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want her to, like, invite me over to her house and just, like, hang with her and gab. Well, it's not L.A. It's O.C. I, like, O.C. But that's, like, true. That's what makes it feel, like, momish. You want to go down, like, drive an hour and a half to see Tamara? Where does she live? Like, in Newport? Yeah. Huntington yeah. Beach. I want to go to Huntington Beach and just, like, curl up in Tamara's house. Is that, like, an hour away or two hours? It's an hour. Yeah. It's not far. Do you it. leave early before rush hour? <laughs> rush hour. <laughs> so then they all like kind of, it ends up being sort of a good wine suck. Yeah. A suck and fuck. A suck and fuck. Everyone reminisces over their uh, favorite moments from their tenures on the show. And I loved Taylor's was like, an, she was in, uh, in the first season and we went to Vegas and everyone was dancing. I did love that though. Yeah. Camille. And then. Brandy does a good Camille impression. And then Phaedra, I forgot she gave birth twice on camera. Yeah. 
queen. Tamara um, says her engagement to Eddie was her favorite. And I love, they are truly meant to be in those fedoras they were wearing. I know. I was like, Tamara. A fedora and a low pony is a look only Tamara could pull off. Tamara and, and Gaga have had similar face journeys. Mm-hmm. I was like, Tamara, you've done some better. That's, you've had better moments. But it's her, it's her favorite moment. Oh, okay. Dorinda's about fucking Bluestone. Shut up. Shut up. Vicky's surprising her son at school. That was cute. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Dorinda's now on an apology tour where she's like, she understands that how badly she's fucked up and how sullied her image is. Yeah. And it's slowly dawning on her hungover ass that like she's actually fired mm-hmm. and is going to be indefinitely on pause because of her own monstrous behavior. Permapause. So now she's like scrambling to like make it right. And she takes Vicky aside and gives her like the most beautiful like apology. <laughs> but I was like, bitch, I see right through you. Yeah. Vicky also looks so fucking hot. Everyone says, Vicky, you look so hot. Vicky's wearing like a bendy pant to the gods, a one shoulder little bustier and like a hat. And she looks incredible. She does. She's a sexy lady. She came into her own. She's fucking Joanne vibes. <laughs> it's why she wears her hat. By the way, I was watching the new Resident Evil on Netflix. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> and there's a character in the in the apocalyptic future who's wearing like a Zara top with a clavicle cutout. That's Vicky. I know. But I was like, who's finding time for fashions? Vicky is literally <laughs> sinner's prayer. <laughs> Got my sinner's prayer. I She's am Bonnie who I Wright. am and I am a man. She's Bonnie Riot. She is. I can't make you love me if you don't. Let's her to Steve. You can make your heart feel something it won't. On my sinner's prayer. I am who I am. She's Diamond Heart. No, she's she's, she's a Bud Light tour. She's she's a Bud Light dive Grigio bar. Grigio girls. <laughs> she's Vicky is true Grigio she girls. She is Grigio girls. She's Grigio girls at lunch. Why don't we all just sit down and have a glass of Grigio? They get so back to the house. Dorinda, but she takes Vicky aside and she's like, you are the most beautiful and strong woman I've ever. <laughs> and Vicky goes, thank you. She li- I was like, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Like this g- level of groveling. Dorinda goes, you are the most, the s- strongest and most beautiful woman I know. And your strength resonates among the mountains as iconically strong so fierce and ferocious and beautiful and aspirational and when i see a strong gorgeous woman senses as yourself and i see her humbling herself for a man i cannot stand by and i was like jesus christ and vicky's like thank you she goes thank you she goes when i'm sad she goes sometimes when i'm sad i can't whoop it up and she goes I know that and I see that now and I see down to your soul and I see who you really are and I respect you and I love you so much. <laughs> I'm your sister and never forget that I'm your sister in Christ and I'll be here for you all the time. And Vicky goes, okay, well, you know what? Uh, I was not happy, but then this turned a page for me. <laughs> so we're good now. And I was like, wow, it worked. Damn. I was like, damn, we have turned the page. And then things start getting good. They're all like rolling around outside, playing together. Yeah. Everyone's... And then Dorinda's like in the Uber SUV on the way back. And 
this was like the moment where I was just like, I felt bad for her because she's like, we have to have a nice night tonight. We have to have a night. And she's like mumbling to her. She's like Virginia Woolf. Yeah. She's like, who's afraid? Yeah. And And I was just like, this is sad, but I do hope she gets it together. I don't know what the road of redemption is. Well, she keeps it together pretty well. Yeah, but it's like... But then at the end of the night... You know that she's not like living her truth. You know, she wants to drink. She's sad and she's just thinking about how hungover she is and how badly she wants to drink like... 20 martinis in a row and like flip the fuck out on someone but instead she's just like being kind of silent and like fading into the background yeah i mean the christmas dinner is fun christmas in september stresses me out phaedra looked amazing she looks like she looks like christine baranski in the grinch Mm -hmm. she's truly grinch couture Mm -hmm. uh during goes it's a christmas spectacular and all these decorations, you know you're rich when you basically have like a Indiana Jones air hanger filled to the brim with a Christmas decor. She has a team of people come. And set it all up. Yeah. Mango, what are you doing? Come here. Page boy. <laughs> He's trying to leave. Bangs. Just hold it in for 20 more minutes. He goes, no, gay. We can do that, right? What? I don't know. You're his owner. Can he? Tony can hold it for 12 hours. <laughs> he can hold it. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Brandy comes down in truly like a coochie cutter dress and Phaedra goes, I almost saw your tuna tartare. <laughs> Phaedra's, I love Phaedra's like Phaedra delightful lesbian panic. Always has an eye on your pussy. Yeah. Hot box. Isn't that what that is? Okay. So this was the moment my jaw dropped to the goddamn floor. The following conversation. So Brandy says, I guess they have, do they have dinner? 
Yeah, they have dinner. It's they have fine. dinner. It's whatever. They go into like the peacock room for a post dinner drink, and they're talking about like the Denise and Brandy of it all. And Brandy's like, you know, Denise kind of like hit it and quit it, and it broke my heart a little bit. And I was like, oh my god, we're gonna talk about this. Like, let's fucking go. And Tamra leans in. And she says that Denise, when that all came out on Beverly Hills, Denise called her because they've been friends for 10 years. Shock. Yeah. And she was like, she called me and told me like it wasn't true and like completely denied it and was like, what do I do about this situation? This is happening. And Tamara told her like, well, if it's not true, just like say it isn't true and don't make a big deal out of it because you're going to look guilty if you like flip out. And then they go, well, who do you, like, do you think it happened or do you not? And Tamara, at first she goes, I believe Denise. And then she goes, wait, 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 no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I believe Brandy. And then she says that she believes Brandy because at BravoCon, fucking Denise tried to come for tried her. Tried to come get a finger in that puss. She tried to get Tamara to go back to her room and hook up. Yeah, she said Denise was eyeing her and like wanted to fuck on BravoCon, which is so funny and the, so she's like i wonder I, what kind of like hookups are happening at BravoCon. but she was like no i i fully believe denise she's like i'm married otherwise i probably would have but like she goes i believe like denise is like out here denise is a bisexual sex pest so yeah she tried to fuck tamra denise tried to fuck tamra tamra d- denied her but also was like i would have I don't understand why Denise is so, like, locked up about it. Because clearly her man is fine with it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, she could... People are weird about their coming out. Sexual proclivities. She might be more conservative than we know. Or, like, just her upbringing. But, like, you're trying to fuck people also in the public eye. You would think after... You fucked one house or you hooked up with a housewife who then blabbed to everyone <laughs> about it that your instinct wouldn't then be to She's go for another. But it's a sex pest thing. She might just be like have biphobia, like inner by internal biphobia. Denise is tortured by her own sexuality. She's like a Catholic Midwest girl. Who was it? It was Dorinda that said like she was married to Charlie Sheen and everyone knows what he's like. Yeah, but maybe Charlie like we don't know. Like Charlie could have been like only I can be. It's just weird to me because she's also like on OnlyFans. Like she still is doing like sexual stuff. I think it's probably her too, but also it could be Aaron is maybe like controlling of her and makes her feel weird about it well denise is clearly doing whatever she wants to do i'm like denise if she comes knocking i'm not saying no yeah she's denise richards yeah but it's it was it was kind of a shunking twist it's just the way she's handled this is insane it is it's crazy it's crazy because we now know it's true it's just i think people are just like embarrassed like people have shame over their the jigs up i know but you never like even if people say like oh it's 2020 but like people have a hard time coming out no i believe that i'm just like when the jig is up about it's like just i'm saying on just the basis she's doubled down in a lie she's doubled down so hard that she can't go back now she could theoretically but i need her to have like an eric dane like euphoria monologue i'm a a lesbian a dyke 
I fuck men, I fuck women, fuck whoever I want, and I have fun doing it. Does I need Denise to get up on stage at this upcoming BravoCon and deliver the monologue of a century? Yeah, I need her to like do an open mic night. She needs to get back on fucking Housewives. She needs to. She need. We need her back. I know. She needs to get with the program. I think she's maybe had some time away. We need her on an Ultimate Girls trip. We do. That's coming. You know that will happen. She's. I crave Denise. Um, I, she I also deserves like a, a true uh, need Camille. Donatucci. But we need like Denise needs to come back guns blazing and come for Rinna's wig. We need that. We need Denise, Garcelle, Rinna, Cherie. Yeah. Also, though, the women that Denise was working with were not. They were all a little like queer phobic. Well, yeah, they, like, they can't imagine. No. So it just we don't know. Like maybe it was just uh, she was affected by like the kind of prudish she didn't want her kids to know yeah i get it but i'm also but it's you shouldn't lie about if you're caught you need to just like give it up because you're gonna look so much worse if you lie dull dull that sounds Sorry, the way things dull. work dull so then everyone kind of like everyone's everyone like wow agrees that brandy would be everyone's if they had to have a lesbian trust, it would be with Brandy. Even Vicky. Yeah, no one wants to bone Jill or Taylor. And Jill's like, I'm actually upset about that. Jill, I can't yeah. deal. Vicky goes, they they go around like asking everyone who they'd fuck. And they go, Vicky, what about you? Who would you fuck? And she goes, I'm all about men. I'm all about men. She's gay panic. Uh, totally. She's truly like, if I even say it, I will become the biggest lesbian. But then the she laughs and goes, I'd probably fuck Brandy. <laughs> the biggest mistake of her life was admitting that. Because now Brandy is now going to come for her soul. And then the weirdest thing in the world happens the moment that made me want to crawl out of my skin. They do their white elephant party, which I love a white elephant. She, and- they go to have dinner and she makes Vicky give her a kiss on the lips. Well, then she goes, come on, give me a little kiss. Your first kid. This is when they have dinner. So they give a kiss on the lips and then they have dinner and Taylor gets drunk again and starts coming for Brandy. And she goes, you are either fucking or fighting. So let me throw some Oklahoma shade at you. I was like, Taylor, you need to slow your roll. No, this is no, I know what you're getting (laughs) to, but we'll get there because there's like a lot going on before we get to this point we need to build up to (laughs) the most truly the most cursed uncomfortable of all time taylor is looking at brandy from across the table and she goes i have a love for you that makes no sense to me and i was like what the fuck are you talking about armstrong she goes and then she goes when i in all the times since Housewives, when I found my voice. And then they cut to Tamara, and she, Tamara goes, <laughs> by the way, Finding Her Voice is the name of her book. Yeah, and so Taylor's like, and, uh, you know, if I don't care about someone, then they don't bother me. But for all these years, I cared about what you said, so I know I care about you. And she's, like, monologuing at Brandy, who's just like, Woo! And then Tamara and Eva go outside and I was like, are they going to go? They're going to go smoke cigs together and talk shit. And Tamara goes, Taylor makes me snore to Eva. <laughs> and then I'm over Taylor. Dornado joins them outside and I was like, they're all blazing cigs. And then Dorinda goes and then all of a sudden Dorinda looks off screen. And she goes, what's that? Oh, and then fake snow starts blowing down. Cuts to Brandy and Vicky and Brandy's leaning over to Vicky and she goes, 
Open up to me. <laughs> Open up to me. And Vicky goes, no, 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 but, no. But I'm okay. Something... I am okay. Mm-mm. But there's something in Vicky's. Vicky's eyes. She wants it. She she's a, a little... little wet. Yeah, she's she's got a little <laughs> bit of curiosity. She's feeling a little. We're love. She's whooping it up. And then they have snow. And they which go, was just, they, they turn Berkshires into the grove. But you see her face like this. Today, Junior. She was like this. Wow, look what's that. At first, I thought it was going to be like a Santa Claus flying around on a drone, which is like, why did I, my no, mind go there? It's just like, uh, it's not even like the Kyle Richards no. snow. It's like grove soap snow. Mm-hmm. And then everyone comes out and they like jump up and down and Marco mm-hmm. takes a thousand pictures. And I was like, okay, I hate this. Then they have the white elephant showdown of the century, which I have to say, Eva... Was this Gucci scarf fake? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And Vicky gives people a Joe Malone candle. I was like, classy queen. Yeah. Brandy does like a silk pillowcase, also a classy queen. And then Taylor and Brandy. Well, Taylor goes, Taylor's really drunk. <laughs> She's Ruth Chris drunk. She's Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. She's Steakhouse Wasted, and which is like, <laughs> you know what that is. And she goes, Brandy. You're kissing everyone else. I want to try it out. And then Brandy goes, oh, give me a kiss on the lips. Like, just like a cute little peck. And Brandy goes like this. And Taylor (laughs) Taylor goes like this. And I, when I tell you, I went, ah, when I watched it, like, I I was like, I have homophobia right now. I was in bed. (laughs) And I truly was changed. Taylor goes, they go. But Brandy was not, I don't think Brandy was like. Brandy, I think, is in a zone where she'll just fuck anyone at this point. She literally is in that dress. She's like. She's like this. Hey. <laughs> like puss is hanging hey. out. And then she, and then Brandy's all whooped up and she goes, all right. And Tamara steals like something from someone and get like straddles Taylor. And Brandy's like, wow. And then she goes over to Jill Zarin, gives her a lap dance then she goes over to Vicky and she goes, Vicky, I'm coming for you. And Vicky goes, I don't want to lap dance. I'm a professional woman. I'm a professional businesswoman. I cannot have you seen having a lap dance. But she loves it. But it was the Taylor kiss was, sh- I was, I was shunked. I was, it was so, I was it was so uncomfortable. I was it didn't, it asexual wasn't, after that moment. It wasn't fun and flirty. It, it was, was an, like it I was a yearning, needy kiss of rage and years of pent up emotions and deep felt attraction that can never be truly realized unless Taylor it, is like shit based obliterated. I think Taylor might have queerness in her. Okay, listen, and I'll tell you how I know this because I've been there when I was like. <laughs> When I, was, You've been rude. when I was in high school, when I was at boarding school, my two best girlfriends snuck alcohol on campus and we all had a night getting drunk in Cameron's Proctor dorm and we were taking like tequila shots out of like film canisters and I would get drunk and then I would try and like make out with my girlfriends. But I think it was because I was just bisexual. Yeah. But I was always getting shot down because I was ruth's chris shit tank trying to like make out with girls you were like i was like let's make out i'd always like let's make out right now and they'd be like no well yeah it's like 
it's it means a little more to you than it does to oh them. it meant so much <laughs> and then i would just be like i'm so ashamed yeah i always was wanting to make out with your girls. gay yearning came out that's oklahoma style this <laughs> wow where am i you were rodeo style <laughs> Not LA style. I was rodeo. You were steakhouse style. I was LA style. You were like I was Ruth's Oklahoma style. woman, like at the steakhouse, feeling a little and bit I'm gonna of throw stir a little Oklahoma shade at you. I was a, a little cowgirl, feeling a little stir for another a lady at the bar. I was broke back rodeo style. You were. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's what happens. I know. It's funny. So Taylor, I see you. Um, and then they have like a kind of. finally have a good night yeah everyone dances scream dancing it's like actually fun yeah the one good night they've had and they have one more night after this Drina's like i think christmas worked and everyone got along it was like no everyone got along because you took a xanax instead of drinking (laughs) 10 martinis you're pilled out. You're on pilled opioids. out. Yeah. Everyone got along because you didn't rage at like seven people and <laughs> put them on edge and make them like fear death. Your nightly terror mm-hmm. stopped. You clipped. We've only got two more episodes, I think. Is or it one eight more. episodes only? Yeah. It comes and goes so quickly. But I hope everyone's enjoyed this journey so far. I've loved this journey. It's been good. I like it better than the other season. Me too. I didn't even watch the finale of the other season. I was like, okay, I get it. I only it. watched two episodes. I finished Roan J finally and then started watching the finale or the Union? reunions. But I have to say, I think Tree is going the Dorinda route where mm-hmm. it's like you can't, she's just like too conflict driven with yeah. everyone and like won't hear anything. She and won't is hear so. Or heal. No. And I think actually Louis is not a good person. Dirty John. He's really creeps me out yeah i think trees in for a, a rude awakening series of rude i think like yeah no good can come of this union um and i was so hopeful for her i wanted in. to be on tree's side i'd like to i'd like to hear some <laughs> right into reader mail who's had a, who has a great steakhouse who's been story? Bruce chris wasted and has tried <laughs> to do gay makeouts to <laughs> no avail oh hmm. yeah. I've had that just like intense like like I remember when before I came out I was at a party in college (laughs) and I like I woke up the next morning and I'd met a guy and I knew my friend knew him Mm -hmm. and so I I woke up the next morning going I want his give me can I get his number like I literally had just met him and I texted my friend can I get his number (laughs) I want to talk to him when you were shit-faced blackout and Love I woke that. up the next morning and was like, <sighs> and I and I she texted and was like, "Do you still want it?" And I was like, "No, want what? No, 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 no." <laughs> no, I was I just, literally the person I, that'd be like, "We should all kiss right now." I want to talk to him. I want to kiss, and they'd be like, "No." I'm like, "Let's make out. It would be fun and silly." And they're like, "No, I'm, I'm like, no, we're good. I'm good, hon." Bruce, Chris, really, again. it was like so hard to be truly gay there. It's Although hard. you would get. If anyone found out that you had sex or hooked up with anyone, if it was straight, you were already in a shitload of trouble. But if you went gay, you were gonna get it would be conversion therapy. It was it was just like the amount of like shame and processing you would have to do over like your salacious gay hookups was enough to like so sad. scare me back into the closet for another like fifteen years. Scared straight. Truly scared straight. Let's well, out. Let's out. I want to go to Ruth's Chris. We'll go again. Okay. 
guys. We'll check in again. That's it. Meet us back next week in the Berkshires. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Sabadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.